Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Saturday night edition of the Shotgun Start. It is April 9th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, it's it's well, great. It's not as much pep in that one. Well, What's I'm, just, I'm just, warming up. Been, I was out in the cold oh, and on uh, an isolation. You you're know, layered just, up. I was layered up. But I, I posted, just, posted a video of you this morning in your layers and someone responded, Onion Boy. Because it was just one after another. You kept peeling and peeling. You had a zero restriction this and a B dratty that and a dratty sport this. And then I think a dratty shirt underneath. And that's apropos because we are at the dratty cabin here in Augusta, Augusta, Georgia. Uh, Proud sponsors of this idiot household of podcasts and content production for the week. Smart and comes and drops crumbs everywhere. Ravages through our trips. We got we got a lot of requests to come to the Dratty Cabin. I'm fielding a lot of requests. I kind of like remain hidden, right? I've got some some heavy hitters, some big names. You know, Tiger Woods is that? No, I'm kidding. But a lot of people are asking to come over. But Smartin's Smartin, you know, should consider himself lucky. Quite honestly, that he got to come and eat our chips. Wow, a lot just... of people have asked. I said, you know, we're hiding. We're making, you know, making content, grinding, and uh, I don't know. We're gonna take this show on the road here tonight. Uh, all right. So thanks to Bdratty for uh, supporting us throughout the week. Uh, again, it's been a, been an awesome Masters What's week, and we got code? one more day to go. We'll do it in the middle. We'll do it in the middle. Oh, okay. when we need a breather. Okay. Do it in the middle. Right. It's SGS twenty five if you need it now, but uh, we'll do it in the middle. Yeah, I went into the merch center today. You did I had to, the merch I had to, palace. Yeah, I had to get some stuff for some family, and uh, you know, I went once, and the line was crazy. I went again. I stopped by on my next trip out line was crazy then i dove in there and uh i tried to use a promo code at the, at the checkout and said, <laughs> it doesn't work here sir didn't work yeah. word of mouth the <laughs> promo code at the register didn't work all right let's go uh scotty shuffler is our 54 hole leader uh at one point it did it looked like it was over it, it was grim still be over i don't know it was grim on the front nine i thought it, not grim it was it was more of a celebration but of uh it looked like it might be this coronation and, um, you know, emphatic. You got to 11 as high as you got? Did yeah. you get to 12? I don't think you got to 12 at one point. You got to 11. Then the sun came out and stuff started happening, really. Like the sun hit once he made the turn and then Schwartzel makes that eagle and, and Cam starts to cook Cam on the goes, back nine. Yeah, could have been even better, but yeah. This is the thing that makes things so tough at Augusta National is that there is trouble everywhere and because of that you have to play in a very interesting mindset like where you you're not necessarily in attack mode and i think that's where scheffler might have gotten tripped up a little he got so far out ahead that he felt like he he almost managed the game coming in right yeah absolutely but i mean 
it was kind of a wild management, right? There were not a lot of pars coming in, which was crazy, which was, you know, good on him. I, I think he had three pars on the back nine and or second nine, I should say, and only one par after 12. And that was at it, 16. It was really hard out there. Um, I, it was a gloomy day. Well, it was really gloomy, but then it came out, it was sunny, and on the back nine, you get so low down there, and I know this has been talked about a million times, but when you're out there, you just understand what everybody's talking about with with the wind and how hard it is to gauge, because that back nine plays through the low parts of the property. You just, it feels calm at points, and then you look up at the trees, and they're like going bananas, Mm -hmm. and... You particularly noticed it on the par threes. These guys just have such trouble because 16 and 12 or in 12 are in such low areas that there's no, it seemingly feels calm. And the same thing happens when you're hitting that wedge shot on 15, when you're on the green on 15 in a little bit. But I think like up on that hill, you feel it gusting up there. It It's, um, it was really tough out there this afternoon. I think that probably didn't necessarily come across as much on on the telecast how hard it was mm-hmm. um because of what the way Scheffler made it look on the front nine i i think that's the thing that i'll take away is that that front nine was absolutely sensational that he played uh yeah it, it felt like it was over and we were like yeah let's not waste all our Scheffler bullets because we're gonna have to be talking about him sunday night right but it's not nip and tuck he's three clear I thought that was a good bogey save. I analogized it to a little bit to Jordan Spieth's up and down from the right side at uh, 18 on Saturday night when Justin Rose was uh, kind of nipping at his heels, but it was more or less Spieth just trying to hang on. That like mattered, it felt like. That that was a shot or even two uh, up and down. In that case, it was a par. This was sort of a up and down from a penalty drop to, for bogey. That, that felt like it mattered. I thought it, uh, it, mattered, it mattered a lot a going lot. in tomorrow. It's a three-shot I mean, cushion. Three versus Smith. two. Is crazy. It's, it's and that birdie on more. 17, I mean, the, the did shot you into see 17. where that landed? Yeah. That. I was I was in the grandstand yeah. right there. Oh, sweet. And, I mean, you see it coming down, and I was I was like, is that going to, does it have enough? And it has six inches enough? Right. To, right. I was looking at that pin and thinking there's no <laughs> possible way that you can get to this pin. Downwind, yes. and that back half of the green runs away really hard. Coming I mean, from the left side of the fairway, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a, that was an incredible shot. I, I want to go back. Um, he also, a, by the way, when he hit it, he was like, oh, oh no. Like, I don't think he. Yeah. That, that was not yeah. the intended yeah. line. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. You have to be hitting that right and having it funnel into 10 feet, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead. What were you going to say? I want to go back to earlier. I want to go back to the 15th hole. Okay. That should be all anybody needs to know about why the 15th hole lengthened is a superior hole superior than what it was superior to something okay scotty scheffler was on the top of that hill and i thought i was riveted watching i was i was in the grandstands by the green Mm -hmm. i went there specifically for that shot because that was a moment where he's standing on that hill it was a shot he did not want to take on but if he took it on and pulled it off, he puts the tournament to bed. And he laid up. He put off the decision. And then he was faced with a layup shot that proved to be extraordinarily difficult all oh. afternoon. I was in that grandstand a fair amount. And laying up is grandstand like no boy. cookie. 
easy cookie to yeah. that left pin. Yep. You saw Na earlier. He hit the shot that Ogilvy talked about on the Fried Egg Pod years ago where he laid up right. He hit a perfect wedge. He thought he he was flabbergasted. It was wonderful to see Kevin Na flabbergasted in the fairway <laughs> because he thought he hit this perfect shot, and he skipped, and it just skipped over the green. He makes bogey. Scheffler hits it right. He hits it safe. He he bailed on a second shot. He he That hole... He refused to take on any risk, and that's why he made a bogey. And that is a beautiful, beautiful situation. Can you say that that clearly and distinctly that he made a bogey because he didn't take on any risk? I mean, he three putted. Well, but he put himself in a spot that you were going to three putt. You know, it was dead uh, yeah. downhill, dead downwind. Front was it front front pin? Right? Yeah, it Left, was like mid front, yeah. and he was putting dead down the wor- like one of the worst slopes. It was really interesting. Um, Corey Connors had. A putt that was really similar to Dustin Johnson. One Corey Connors was in the group ahead. Mm-hmm. He almost putted into the water. And Dustin Johnson had the Sorry. same putt, and he played it so high up the slope to bring it in soft. And I just thought, God, that's so much experience. But then Scheffler put it a little higher up, and immediately I was like, oh, he's, he's going to be lucky to two-putt. Yeah. I mean, that was the situation is that that was just the worst place. But again, he didn't take on the left side of the green. He was bailing right. He was trying to funnel it off that right slope. But if you don't hit the right slope, then you're going to be left with a putt that's almost impossible to putt. And he just bailed out. Like The tournament was in his hands, and this is what you want. This is the type of decision you want. If he pulls that off and makes a birdie, that tournament is over. Yeah. He goes to 16, he birdie, say he birdies 17, it's always hard to go in hindsight. He goes through 16, 17, all of a sudden, this is a completely different atmosphere when he's on the, t- on the 18th tee, potentially at 11 or 12 under, instead of at 10 in a four shot. Like, completely different ball game, and he didn't take it on because that I thought that was such a pivotal moment in the round because... You, you could see it building up because he's got this lead and that's the shot that you could get, really get away from you. And he, he didn't want it to get away from him. He was playing not to lose, yeah. not playing to win. Yeah. And I think that's the thing with Tiger. Tiger put so much pressure on his competitors when he had that lead and he would always, it, you know, in, a, in a, that front nine was that. He put so much pressure on the guys it, in you saw guys crumble on the back nine because they thought they had to chase. And Cam Smith was the only guy that didn't really like go out of his way to chase. Yeah. And it, it, it just, he kind of fell apart. He put the pressure back on Scheffler. I kind of enjoyed how Cam Smith played that. And of course we just watched him at the players as maybe the best wedge player, full wedge shot kind of player in the world among yeah, them. That wedge uh, shot was amazing. And that was, I mean, he really drew it back. He made his birdie. Now there, you might argue, well, like, have they made this whole, like, uh, weighted it towards the best wedge players? Like, is this now where the best wedge players have That's an advantage? a fair fight. And what I would say is, like, the most memorable shot I've seen in the last two days, and now Friday, Saturday, maybe this week, is Justin Thomas's approach shot in a 15. So like that wasn't a wedge. Like it was a real, like that's a shot that distinctly was better than the rest. Right. And it's something that's seared in your memory as opposed to everybody sort of just dropping one on there. Here's the thing is it had become really easy to make par by hitting it over 
And then yeah. like, yeah. it's a yeah. hard chip, but you basically just lay up the chip to the front edge or from the back edge with the front edge from down below. Mm-hmm. I think that the whole is, it, the other thing is that it's been cold and into the wind. And tomorrow... It's going to be warmer. Yeah, let's there's going to be less wind. It was into the wind today. Yeah, let's not, heavy like, wind. Let's play. Let's I mean, Scheffler, at that time when Scheffler was up there, it, it was kind of gusting. Yeah, you, th- I think that's why he didn't go for it. Yeah. Did, w- did the telecast show like any discussion about it up there? Not that I recall. I'm sure. I'm sure they did. I, I just it escapes me at the moment. I don't. I don't remember that. Uh, but I, it was blowing. Like that's. It's blowing in the wind, and it's a par five. Yeah, it should be a hard choice decision when you, especially given the conditions you're given, right? And maybe tomorrow it's downwind, or, or next year it's downwind. You know, I, I think it's interesting to sort of, I don't know, uh, castigate the changes based on the conditions they've been given the last two, two, two and a half days. So, I, I think in general, I'm really excited for tomorrow. It's settled on like a pretty awesome storyline, which is the two best players of the 2022 season are going at it head to head. Could they be going for world number one? One and three in the FedEx Cup standings. Is this the game within the game tomorrow? <laughs> We're going to hear a lot about this from the CBS broadcast. Jim Nance... Nabilo and Faldo talking about the Courier Cup points. I mean, like, on think stake. about how sick the FedEx Cup would be if you could just like win it now. Like at any point, you could win the twenty million, just take it, or whatever yeah. it is up to now. <laughs> I don't think that will be played up, but yes, we do have the two best players uh, in professional golf this year in the final group, and that's a good thing. I mean, that's that's what you want. I thought today was kind of a clunker as far as we're grading on a scale here, and that's the Masters, right? The most. Today, for, it, for a moving day, yeah. It was like the weather played a part. It was just gloomy. It was, I, you know, you heard it a million times on the broadcast. If you're listening to this, like, yeah, we don't need to tell you. It was just felt like a it felt like a November Saturday almost up I mean, north. And, and Scheffler took the air out of it with that front nine. Right. That's the other right. thing. Tiger is, was sort of not inspiring. What did he to end watch. up at? I, I, seventy eight. Shot a seventy eight. Yeah. It was all putting though. I mean, he, he and he didn't look. He looked really in pain. I don't know if you want to hit on that. I mean, so Alan Shipnuck had a tweet about like, he's given us all he can give us. He should WD. He doesn't need to show us anymore. Like, Alan and I, our buddies, were sitting next to each other. We were oh, yeah. talking about that. You know, What's that? Time to just pack it I bet it a in. fire pit would have come in handy today out there. It was nice and chilly. Did he have one with him? Well, he, on had, the... he had his hat. It was oh. radiating <laughs> over to me. The, the fire on the hat it kept my hands warm. Right. I, right. You know, it's been nice. It's good kept my, my fingers warm. That's why I've been typing so uh, much this good. week. Good. Uh, no, I mean, it, it, Tiger, like, come on. That's not a thing. I mean, I don't know. I, I like Alan. I think he's just stirring the pot, right? He, I mean, I don't know. I'd be fine if he WD'd. Well, I just, he's in immense it's, pain. It just doesn't look good. It yeah, just, it's it's awful it looks uncomfortable and it's like i think the thing about it it had to be deflating for him in a way he said it in his his press conference i mean i'm only four back of second place and then scheffler goes last night he said that yeah Yeah. and then scheffler goes out blazing on the and it just eliminates all the hope he made a freddie apparently he and joe joey were talking about freddie couples 1992 heard it here yesterday did they listen did they listen to friday i'm i'm Joking, they absolutely, I'm sure, did not. Uh, but it does feel like that's that's sort of a comp, a nice comp. Thirty years later, to, to couples, what Scheffler's doing. But we have 18 more holes to go. Uh, any other notes you want to get through, or do you want to do? I mean, we've we've kind of sort of 
pushed Cameron Smith as a, as a real contender here. I don't want to do contender pretender per se, but I mean, is Rory still in this? What's Rory got to shoot? 56? If he goes out in twenty nine, who who? I mean, who? I mean, he could go out in twenty nine, Brendan. It doesn't I'm, seem so like I, tomorrow's going to be the day where you could have a have I, a high seventies from Scheffler. Like yesterday or today would have been that day. Can I tell a quick story from last night? Yeah. We, I was, I'm in one, one and done league. Nobody wants to hear about my fantasy league, but <laughs> yeah, I get sure. one mulligan a year. And it's like, when you miss the cut, you yeah. can use a mulligan. So yeah. I try and stash them for majors. <clears throat> and, but the player has to be outside the top 10. And I scanned the list and I was deliberating all night about it. And it finally, it was just like Rory. He's in prime top. He's going to finish T6 oh is what I was yeah, saying last yeah. night. And he's all the way up to T9. I feel like Are I'm stealing. Is he really? He was T15 oh when God. he got in. He's, 10 he's up to back. T9. That's the thing. It was so hard out there. Yeah. It was brutal. It, I mean, the wind was like awful. I And I think that's the thing that I, I don't know. Who knows what Scheffler would have shot if it was not windy? Mm-hmm. But because it was so hard and he played so well on the front nine, he just he had to just have taken the soul out of these guys. Just because it was such a close tournament, if you took Scheffler out of it, and I really think that's what happened. One of the things I wrote down was it just teaches you that you never. In tournament, like anybody that plays tournament golf, you get these, like, you feel this pressure and you get, and a lot of times the pressure you feel gets out early where you you feel like you have to do something spectacular. And I think a lot of guys felt that coming in on the, on the back nine today. And, it, and if you think about golf round in like, in like a, a game, these guys felt this like crazy pressure and it was only like halfway through the third quarter. Mm-hmm. It was the fifth or sixth inning, and they're feeling this need to do something irrationally crazy. It's getting late early, yeah. Um, and and that's what Scheffler did, and I think that is what I mean. What happened to Schwartz? Schwartzel? I mean, what do you mean? What happened to Schwartzel? He was Char- he's Charles Schwartzel. It's the year twenty twenty two. He's wearing Michael was- Kors and clear. Like what? 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 what, what it's not like Justin Thomas we're talking about. When he came up, when he was coming up fifteen, I had this thought. I'm like, what? This guy must like he would be in two shots out of the lead. He had a hole out eagle on ten. He holed out he, for eagle on ten, he and he was six shots back. <laughs> He acquitted himself well, I thought. I did. I mean, I, I'm not trying to make 16. fun of Charles Schwartz. He in there he's had a career. He's I, won a major. It's just he's older now, and he acquitted himself incredibly well. I couldn't believe he didn't. He hung in there until like really the last like four or five holes, five holes. He had three three bogeys in his last five. Did you see Corey C T Connors? Attempt I mean, I to saw back, him. Did you see him attempt to backboard? Where out there? there was some backboarding. Fifteen. He backboarded it off the right because oh, he went for it and two and it just, out there. just mailed it into the fans. Ah. He hit it into the first row. Really? Yeah. That's apparently where uh, Hogan demanded that bunker be put in right of that green. To save shot. Because guys are just, he's like, this is offensive. Guys are just throwing it out there, bailing out on the right. Like, you need to put a bunker in. And, of course, I don't know if a bunker's a hazard anymore or whatever. But that's a, such a tough tough chip from over there, sure, right? Sure, that's, yeah. the, that's the thing. The is, is that delayed, the is that delayed <laughs> penalty. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. If, especially if the guy 
guy gets back into the right. Yeah. So what became of the backboarding? Did well, he get a drop? Was a, or it was a bonanza. It was over okay. there for 15 minutes okay. trying to get a drop. The septic tank, I swear to God, intentionally backboarded into four. Because it was playing, I think, two... Uh, 52 or 242 i can't remember what it was i was watching this morning with crenshaw does the golf channel walk through the uh pin sheet uh pin placements it was just i mean it's like one of my favorite sort of segments of non-life golf you get a year and he was like i I don't know what you do here he's like i'm hitting like a hard rope hook driver and of course that's you know crenshaw at this point in his life and I think the septic tank did that, not with the driver, but I mean, he just launched one into the into the into the grandstands back there, the way it was playing. Anyways, it sounds like CT boy did it on, on fifteen. So there's a even with the, such pr- primo grandstand placement, these players have been so conditioned and brain poisoned the other forty weeks of the year, right? That they see a grandstand out there and they're find it. They're like heat seeking missiles into those things, even with a place that really guards against it. That's my take. I don't know if that's true, but that's what we're sticking with. All right, what else you got? Um I got uh Hey, who can win this? Besides Scotty Shuffler's nine, is that two? I, I think are we like going, are we going the only I think M has like the most outside chance to win, and it's it's only if Scotty kind of plays like he played on the back nine. Right, but nothing we've seen. Of, yeah, I guess that's it. But we, there, we haven't seen anything from Scotty Scheffler in the last three months. The back months. nine was wobbly. That was not. That was a guy that started to realize what he was going up against. For. Yeah, that's what it was. I, I'll never forget. I had Curtis Strange on the pod, and it was after we sure. did our spotlight. Yeah. And 85 I, yeah, I asked him about 85 and I can't remember exactly what he said, but walking he talked about tea. walking to the 10th tee. And I think Scheffler had that kind of oh, oh, awareness. And I think it happened after 11 where Schwartzel bogeyed and yes. he had answered another bell, but he didn't make that birdie putt that was super makeable. And he was lucky he went in the bunker on 12. Lucky. Yeah. I mean, super lucky. Cursed yeah. in the middle he, of, well, that's where I think he thought about it. And yeah. then he hit the, uh, just a abhorrent iron. But, uh, the, 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 the patrons around me all were like, Oh, what are you talking about? The T shot on 12? Yeah. It yeah. sounded I mean, it, awful. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Oh shit. Like the, everybody are in the, in the crowd yeah. was like, let out like almost an audible. Oh, he was lucky he got in the bunker, still kind of went through the green and, and made a bogey. So I, I don't know. I just, it seems like the last, it, it, that's a good, that's a good analogy to Curtis Strange. Cause right. We've seen Scotty Scheffler contend there, dozens of times and never win before this year. And now this is a different kind of challenge, a different kind of step up to win. Right. We've seen Roy McElroy have issues going to the back nine listen, on Sunday. We, it's a different thing. We so, talked about this last night. And yesterday he played his round in anonymity. And this morning he got a little bit of that too because if Tiger's on the golf course, you are, you know, you are number two, right? Yes. And Tiger finished his round when Scotty was on 11. Okay. Do you know, like, yeah. Where did all the focus yeah. on the yeah. golf course yep. go yep. after Tiger finished his they round? They start cascading back down to Amen Corner. Yes. And I I think it was just I think the the Schwartzel thing was symbolic 
there just was a change in quality of golf shot Hot from that Charles. point on. Hot Charles involvement in this whole deal is amazing. All and right, we pleats, have and his pleats. <laughs> yeah, pleats and cuffs. I think someone <laughs> said he has cuffs at the bottom. It's like a straight throwback to my he like fourth grade so uniform. Slow. He was so really painfully slow. Really, yeah. It was bad. It seemed to be good rapport with him and Scheffler. They were buddy-buddy. Of course, Scotty was up like eight shots and was kind of loosey-goosey going to the back nine. And so they were I thought yucking I, it that's, up. I put that down in here because I was walking right. I was right to the left of Schwarzel when he holed out. And um, they were like yucking it up up yeah. the hill, yeah. which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. And I, I just... The other thing, Schwarzel's caddy was out there for caddying. Really? He didn't go back to 11T. I mean, is that really necessary? I've never I seen mean, a tour you caddy ever for lose? caddy. I, uh, really? I mean, it happens on tour. I don't know that it would happen when you're in the final group of the Masters. <laughs> I just just like, take the full bag back, yeah. be with your man. He give left. Him what he, needs. he left him. Really? Yeah. Just want to make sure the ball didn't he get lost in go, the air. I think he didn't want to go back there. I don't think he wanted to do the 250-yard walk back. It is a hike. Well... Uh, he may have wanted if he wanted to if he wasn't in that you know white jumpsuit in the cold and he had some dratty sport on and he could move. That's right. Quickly. This is not my best segue, but I, we're making it work. Uh, you know, dratty sport. It's supposed to get warmer here. I don't know. You were layered. You had a Q-zip on. I have the eat a peach. They're pushing this peach stuff, and I agree. I gotta, I gotta nice. jump. In. They got the peach polo. I think this is time of the year. With spring approaching, I've got the peach quarter zip, which would have been... Peach is a nice color. <clears throat> I'm into peach. I can get into peach, especially around Easter, right? Yours I'm, has got a nice uh, light blue on accent the... Yeah. on the collar. You're looking, yeah. you, could, uh, you got a good Easter outfit. Yeah. I, I mean, I also lounged... Everybody needs a good Easter outfit. <laughs> the other thing is I lounged around in a long sleeve shirt. It's like... I think the term I don't have it in front of me is lived in luxury, right? I, I you know, we lounge around our boxers. I don't know. Our dratty shorts. You, were, you, you and Will were lounging around not, in your boxers no, while I was gone. No, I'm saying it's not all formal wear. You know, it's not all oh, this fancy gotcha. wear. You got, you got boxers, you got sweatpants, Just you got sweatshirts. Sure. No, goddamn. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, but it's always comfortable. They, they've supported us really from day one of this podcast, from day one of the fried egg. Uh, and we're really happy they came in to, to, to help us with the uh, Dratty cabin, set it up for the week. You can go to bdratty.com. The promo code is SGS25. You get 25% off your entire order. That is, a, that is a good chunk of change. When you load up that basket and you just hit that SGS25, it subtracts a good amount of money. It's a good thing. Hey, can we talk about the 15th hole one more time? Really? I, I just remembered something when I was walking. I, it was when I was walking over to 17. Yeah. Um, they they should take out all the trees that they planted. Are you talking about on the left? On the, the bottle, the, where it bottles. Yeah. Because the then it would just be every, it'd be this wide drive and then put everybody in this position where they're to like. To decide. Fuck. Yeah. To I got it. Yeah. I don't want to take this on and I have to. Because there's no excuse. Do you think some guys are driving it into the trees so they don't have to decide? I honestly, I think scary. it's kind of a bit of relief. <laughs> I I'd, make the decision for me. Anybody that's been in that situation, it just yeah. sucks. Yeah. It's, you just don't want to do either of them. Right, right, right. I mean, you, the, I mean, he effectively went wedge wedge, and then made bogey. My contention. He's gonna go back if he does. If he's there it. tomorrow, yeah. he's going. Yeah, that's the thing. 
that's why it's it's great. It has a psychological impact on these guys now. That's, it's not just a, a easy decision. That was a pretty gnarly pin, it felt like, too, right? I mean, it was a lot of 15 chatter here. I think the momentous decision's back at 13, too. <laughs> I, I was hoping you were going to get to this point. That's mud, I mean, they don't like to say the term, but that's mud ball central. And it's at the low point of the... the Low point of the property, right? I mean, water goes that way. And that second shot, we see mud balls from Speed flare went out. We see mud balls from Kepco. We saw, uh, we saw Billy Boy scream mud ball and then How take then take the Lord's name in vain right after cursing it as as the ball went into the tributary to Race Creek. I think that momentous decision might be back. You're seeing a lot of guys fail to get home with a little organic matter on there. The, the both par fives on the back nine have been sort of delicious to watch for very different reasons. <laughs> Billy Boy, can we get to it? The Masters just... He needs to be disinvited. The Masters is... We're in the batting cage. And Augusta National, or whoever decides this, steps up. They got the screen in front of us. They just put a big meatball in their hands and throw it right over the plate. Because in feature groups, Sunday morning... 10.20 a.m. is Terrell Hatton and Billy Horschel together. The 10.20 a.m. tea time. It feels like they're doing this. They're just, they know what they're getting themselves into, right? I mean, of all the players in the field, of all the possibilities for an a.m. featured group, we get Terrell Hatton and Billy Ho uh, yet again. Two years in a row, he's on featured groups. I think all four days this year. I think it was all four days. I don't know what Tomahawking is. They must, they must like it. My my tweet from last year that went absolutely nuts yeah. of him like shaking his bag yeah. got referenced in another article, oh, so it's going nuts again. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, so he'll be out there with Tyrrell at ten twenty. The other feature group is John Rahm and Tiger. That's pretty cool that they're playing together at ten fifty. Rory and Colin Morikawa are together, and then Scheffler and Cam Smith are uh, that that anchor. Do you think time. Rory's going to finish better or worse than T five? That this is really one year where like the Wikipedia, it's not going to tell the story. It's every year. I'm not even talking about Rory. I'm, talking, I'm not even talking about Rory. I'm talking about anyone outside those top two or three guys. I just don't know. Like when we look at it, it's like, oh, he finished T four at the Masters. People forget that, but like, did he really? With with Scotty kind of running away. I have camp. to say, when the sun came out, Shane Lowry must have fell out of place. And that's when he when started, he started playing bad. Yeah, he was he was bad on. He was he, dealing on the uh, on the front nine. He made a disaster of thirteen strategy. Right, he laid up to a bad spot yeah. and a bad angle and a bad wedge. Um, anything else for why? What's with? Oh, I loved Faldo saying Scotty was trying to lay up to eighty yards. On eighteen, he I don't. Gets, I don't. You're right. You yeah. didn't watch, but Faldo said huh, he's just put. He's putting this eighty yards layup, <laughs> and and uh, Scheffler roasts one to like pin high, like basically hits it to pin high, and everybody kind of mocked Faldo that was there an for incredible a few, shot. Oh, God, and then he hit an amazing chip, a delicate chip coming back. But that was a good Faldo moment. Uh, the other thing, what was with? All the did you notice this on the ground? The sirens and car alarms. Yeah, it was nonstop. I don't people know what's were like, going "What's on? going?" There were car alarms on the front, back in like four or five corner, but that's where the parking lot. And then back on like ten, eleven, there were so many sirens and car alarms all day. People were making a lot of comments about that. It was a different kind of bird song. I don't understand 
how like all those car alarms could go off. What happened? Was there just some rug rat out in the parking lot going haywire on this? Was Billy Boy just taking out his frustration? Maybe it was that kid from The Wire. You remember that stole all the cars? No, not really. I mean, I I, I don't know. The show was 20 years ago, but maybe, I don't know who was out there. It was just an odd sort of aspect of Saturday. You have anything else on Saturday notes? I I have some non-golf notes. What's that? What? I uh I forgot to mention this yesterday. Uh-huh. I have the utmost respect for Jerry McElroy. Oh, he's my favorite dad out there outside of my own. I love Jerry McElroy. I've never really talked to him. I didn't not talk I've, to him. I've made I did pleasantries him, with him outside the but ropes. But I witnessed I witnessed an action that makes me know that he's a good guy. What's that? Crowded walkway, walking across 15. It's lots of people. Jerry stops. In the middle of the walkway, bends down, picks up a little piece of plastic. Well, I, at, that, at that point, I'm like, what's he Enthralled, doing? taking notes. Walks all the way over like 50 yards to discard it. And he went way out of his way. That's good. What a, he's a <laughs> to good throw out chap. It's just this tiny little piece of plastic. And this is like a house of horrors for that family. I don't think they really enjoy watching Rory struggle for, you know. Uh, that's good, good chap, Jerry. Jerry McElroy is one of those people where like, I wouldn't mind aging older. Like if I could be like that, you know, he just looks like he's having a enjoying life and, and suave. One other thing. I think this is one of the beauties of not having your cell phone. Uh-huh. I, um, I, I end up talking to, to like people, like the people that shuttle me over instead sure. of being buried in my phone, looking at Twitter to see what gif got tweeted out. I am like, engaging with human humans and this has been a real impact on you this week you've talked a lot about it i've loved it yeah it's Um, It's great but i was talking to the lady driving the shuttle and she provided an answer uh, to a question that i've been wondering about for years what's that how do you get in a motorcycle gang no dead serious did you ask this shuttle no 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 didn't ask it it came up in conversation she talked about Making cookies for her husband on cold fall days before his motorcycle rides. <laughs> and she talked about the that group. That gave you the opening the you needed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and it the gave opening. me the opening. I go, and I, she was telling me about something else. And I go, I don't mean, it was close to the end of the ride. And I go, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I have a, a very important question yeah. to ask you. Yeah. How did your husband get a part of his motorcycle group? <laughs> and she goes, oh, we moved to this new area and he joined a Facebook group. Uh, Facebook, connecting everybody these days. But the Facebook group led to his small group. That's now they've moved away from the Facebook group. Oh, good. Like and it's everybody like 12 guys. Getting out of Facebook. Everybody you know, 12, 20 guys up. that ride motorcycles together. That's how you get in the motorcycle gang. All right. I like it. Good. I asked. I did ask. I go. How did he do it before Facebook? The pre-digital. Yeah. And she goes. He didn't ride before Facebook. Uh, So we still have the next question. We have to widen the sample. Yeah. But I've I've answered part of it. Okay. She joined the joined the Facebook, and she's like, "Why do you Why do you wonder about that? I was I don't I was wondering. Do you just ride in? Question on her part. Get in with people. Uh, So you wave to them at the stoplight, and then just start pull up next to them. Join so, the group. That's how you get in a motorcycle gang. For some. 
for some. We got to uh, increase the survey here. Uh, anything else from Saturday? What do you expect for Saturday? Are you, do we need to do picks? Who do you, who do you pick? I mean, it would be dumb not to pick Scheffler, right? I think so. If I was betting, though, I might pick Cam Smith just for some upside. A little value. Right? Yeah. Um, I want to say Cam Smith, but I also don't want to see Scotty Scheffler put it away. I have nothing particularly against Scotty Scheffler, you know? Yeah, I, I, I mean... Lost you got other. two. You got two really good stories with both of them, right? You got guys that <clears throat> I think Cam Smith pops a little bit more right now. Given, I mean, Scotty's number one. That's a good question. What's the better story? Guy going players and Masters to start the year? I don't know. They're neither. How many neither guys have won the They're players and the Masters? Has anybody? Did Freddie do it the year we talked about? I, I don't, don't think, think he, he won did. The players that year? No. Craig Perks. I feel like Tiger probably did one year. Uh, I think he wanted. Where's Tony Reale? <laughs> Anything else on tea times? Lowry and Sanjay. That's a thick group. Those are burly boys. <laughs> Shane and Sanjay. Those are some burly boys. What's, they like that cold weather. How many people are going to be watching Danny Willett and Corey Connors? <laughs> do you think his Canadian Do you think his friends and family are even going? Their friends and family are going to oh, watch with, the, nice. with the other groups around. That's him. not nice. <laughs> hey, big ups to Cameron. Tiger, what big year? Ups, oh, one. Big ups wow. to Cameron Champ. I mean, I don't know that he would be generally considered to have a skill set yet to, to be contending here, but he's playing with DJ on Sunday. Legit, uh, I would have been terrified. And this is what makes professional athletes so special. Um, Cameron Champ, <laughs> I was walking alongside when they played 11, and he was talking to his caddy. And this made me, like, this would have made, if I was a betting man, I would have stayed miles away from any camera champ bet. Yeah. He was like, you know, it's just so weird. It's so weird. When I, when I release it, it goes everywhere. But when I hold it off, it's perfect. And just, like, the thought of, like, not naturally releasing the club. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Right before the biggest event, that's your swing thought of not releasing the club. <laughs> Good day. What, what scared me off. But, but yeah, I mean, I think the power the power is a big plus into the wind. You know, three Camerons uh, playing on Sunday, Master Sunday. All right, that does it. I'm, I'm going to take. I'm going to. Are take you disappointed chef. in anyone? Anyone today? No, not necessarily. It's hard. To, I, I I don't want to say it was a flat day, but I I just don't think. It was hard to make a charge, right? And, and and I don't think you could rip somebody for shooting a seventy-five today or seventy-four. Does that make sense? Is that is that sort of soft? Am I going soft? Were you disappointed, I'm disappointed in somebody? DJ? Yeah, but he hasn't been sharp. He's like hitting super the three sharp. wood because he can't hit drive. Yeah. Her. yeah. He also added like, oh, and my irons too. Like I'm not. I don't want to hit driving iron and, and like a low trajectory iron i was i was i wasn't disappointed because he's been injured and everything and it, i think one of the things that can go underlooked is like how classy of a title defense hideki had yeah given the fact that he had not played golf with the totally. injury and he was like in the mix today yep that was point. a classy uh title defense for uh hideki okay all right i think that does it from saturday night from the dratty cabin use the code SGS 25 want to show support for them supporting us uh, ample dratty sport for the warm uh, warmer season 
You've got the regular Dratty. If you, you want to layer up like we had to today, uh, you can go to bdratty.com. Use the promo code SGS25. We will be back with plenty of Sunday coverage from the conclusion of the Masters at the Dratty Cabin. Thanks again for your uh, continued support, enthusiasm, jokes, you know, making fun of us. We don't mind. You know, Thanks give us- for the letter of the day mashup. That yeah. was- oh, you guys sent so many amazing things to us. Thank you guys for continuing to listen. We'll be back Sunday. Thank you.